Do you wish you could be the present mom you've always wanted to be, but still need to provide an income for your family? Are you tired of scouring the internet for legit jobs that will replace your income and that you can do from home in your PJs? Hey friend, welcome to the Virtual Assistant Mama podcast. I know you're over there Googling jobs for moms, legit work at home jobs, or start a side hustle, yet you can't figure out how to take that first step. So instead, you stay stuck, do nothing, or start random side hustles to try to make quick money. Becoming a virtual assistant is the answered prayer you've been waiting for. My name is Ariana, and I'm a former teacher turned work at home mom who replaced my teaching income as a virtual assistant in just six months. I did this by taking a step of faith and following the dream that God placed on my heart to be home with my babies. Mama, your dreams pale in comparison to God's dreams for you. Imagine offering services that light you up, working with clients who value you and pay you what you're worth, and having a job that works around your life and not the other way around. This is the podcast for you. It's time to take that first step. Are you ready? Here we go. Hey friend, welcome back to the Virtual Assistant Mama podcast. In this episode, we're going to be starting a three-part series, taking you behind the curtain of my business journey as a virtual assistant. So in this episode, I just kind of want to walk you through how I got into the virtual assistant world and how I started building my business with very little time. I had a newborn by my side, which we'll get into. So I did not have a lot of time to do this. And I know that a lot of you feel the same. You have a lot of things going on in your life. You don't have a lot of time to dedicate to it. So I just want to kind of share that it's possible even with just a little bit of time. So I've mentioned a few times in this podcast that I was previously a teacher. I taught first grade for one year, kindergarten for two years, and I always grew up knowing that I was going to go to school for teaching. That's what I thought I was going to be for, you know, my whole entire career. But more than that, even, I knew that I wanted to be a mom. When I was little, I was always playing house, pushing my little babies around in a stroller, probably older than most of my friends were still playing with babies. I still was, but I just really knew that I wanted to be around little ones and I wanted to be a mom more than anything. So once I actually got into teaching, I actually moved across the country for my teaching degree. I was in Michigan. I moved down to Texas to work at the school that I taught at. And Very quickly, I realized this is not what I was envisioning. Like, I know a lot of people say that, and you hear that a lot these days, just with all of the extra expectations placed on teachers' shoulders, but I think it doesn't really hit you, or you think that's not going to happen to you until you get there and you're like, crap, everybody was kind of right. Now, don't get me wrong, there are some teachers who are just like meant to be in the classroom and they absolutely love it even with its difficulties and challenges they know that's where they're meant to be and that is great and I totally support teachers who feel that way but I was not one of those people once I got in I realized you know this is not going to allow me to be the present mom that I always wanted to be and that was my number one priority. I didn't want to be coming home exhausted to my own kids every day after dealing with 25 other little ones. I knew that I wasn't going to be able to just be present, be patient. I was probably going to end up, you know, 
just losing my patience on my kiddos more often than not. I just knew myself and that I wasn't going to be able to do that long term. So my first three years teaching, I didn't have any kids yet, but the third year I got pregnant. And so my husband and I were talking a lot. And actually one of our biggest fights was about him saying that I couldn't be a stay-at-home mom. And when he first said that, like I was just heartbroken. And this was even before I was pregnant, but I was heartbroken because I knew that teaching wasn't something I wanted to do long-term. I didn't know what else to do that would allow me to be home with my kiddos. And I was just like devastated. And I knew deep down that like, yeah, we needed that income that I was providing to be able to pay off our student loans and take all the vacations we want to take and all of that. But it just like kind of broke my heart that he like actually made my fears that I wouldn't be able to make that happen a reality. And so that was a pretty big fight. Um, He's okay with me sharing that. So that's fine. Then when I got pregnant with my daughter that third year teaching, we sat down and we talked about like what daycare costs were going to be for a newborn and just all of the costs associated with, you know, me being teaching and her being in daycare full time. I was probably going to be making maybe 50% of my income after paying for daycare, if not less. And so we decided that I was going to be able to take the first year of my daughter's life off from teaching. But the plan was that I was going to end up going back at the end of that first year of her life. And then during that year that I was off, the plan was for me to either nanny or do grocery delivery, something that I could take her with me to do and that I could still make like a little bit of income to help us just with some of like our basic small bills, but it probably wouldn't have even compared to my teaching income. But actually, I didn't even have to worry about doing any of that because God's timing is the best timing. You guys know I say that all the time. And the day that I went into labor, like I went into labor at night, but earlier that day, I heard about the term virtual assistant. And thinking back, I think I actually saw that term like a while before that on Pinterest, but it never really registered with me. But that day that I went into labor, I saw that term and I'm like, what is this? Can I actually do this? Like, is this direct sales? Because I tried that for three years when I was in college and never really made anything. Didn't want to go down that route again. So I was like, is virtual assistant like that? And I very quickly learned, no, it's your own business. You offer services to businesses. There's no like, you know, multi-level tier or anything like that. So I was like, I think I could do this. I have no experience in any of these services, but I know that I can figure it out. I had that determination to be home with my daughter and I wanted something that would allow me to work from home with her while still providing an income for our family. So I very quickly learned that being a virtual assistant would allow me to do that. I would not have to work 40 hours a week. I would be able to set my own schedule and work around her naps and just like maybe waking up a little bit earlier than her in the morning to work, staying up a little bit later after she went to bed. I just worked in any pocket of time 
that she was like occupied or napping or whatever, I made it work because I was so, so, so determined to make this the reality that I would be able to work from home and be that present mom I always wanted to be and witness all of her first, which I did. I saw her first smile, her first laugh, her first steps, her first crawl. I was there for every single one, and I would not have been there for most of those if I still had been teaching, okay? So as soon as I found out about that virtual assistant world, I just dove in. I started learning everything I could. Every time I was nursing, I was also like listening to podcasts, just learning what I could about this world. Within one month, like one month after I had my daughter, I had already landed my first client. I started out really offering pretty much every service that I could, working with any client I could, learning as much as I could. But with my daughter by my side, I only worked about 15 to 20 hours a week, again, during nap time, doing power hours in the morning or at night. And then one evening a week, my husband would like kind of take over from dinner time to bedtime and I would go up in our office and get a solid chunk of time working up there. So that was really how I was able to find those pockets of time to work. But like I said, I really was just working with any client who was willing to hire me and train me because like I said, I didn't know how to do a lot of these things, but I had that willingness to learn. A lot of the services I was able to teach myself just by watching YouTube videos and figuring things out there. And I very quickly realized that I didn't love doing what I thought I was going to love doing. I started going down the route of being a social media manager, and it wasn't lighting me up as much as I thought it was going to, and it was kind of honestly dragging me down (laughs) more than I expected. And so I quickly started to realize, okay, if I am going to continue down this path, then I need to find what service is going to light me up to do every single day because I didn't want to end up in the same situation where I was feeling burnt out with my job. I didn't want to feel like I felt when I was a teacher. So I actually kind of fell into web design, which is what I now offer for my main service because I watched a YouTube tutorial to build my own website to promote like my services to potential clients. And then after building my site, I was like, this is so much fun. Let me see if somebody's somebody would hire me to do this for them. Very quickly landed a client to build a website for and just kind of really started letting my social media management clients go and transitioned into the full-time website designer role. So probably about the first four months of my business, I was just doing like, like I said, every service I could, most social media management, but again, just not feeling super lit up and working a lot, trying to make it happy. You know, when you you do something that you don't necessarily love and it takes way longer, but then if you do something you love, it goes a lot faster because you're good at it. You're in your zone. That's how I felt with website design. Social media management, I didn't love. So it took me way longer than it needed to. So I was not able to take on as many clients because 
I had to spend more time on that work. But with website design, I could take on multiple clients at once doing different websites for each because I felt like I was in my zone in that role. So within the first three months when I was a social media manager slash more general VA, I was able to replace half of my teaching income. So again, three months, I was probably making um, close to... 1500 to 2000 a month in that role. And then when I shifted more into the website design, I was then about between four, four months is when I started doing website design. Six months is when I was like, nope, this is what I'm officially doing. I'm not doing social media management anymore. And within that six months, I had fully replaced my teaching income. Again, with my newborn daughter by my side. At this point, she's like six months old, so she's not napping nearly as much. Um, but we were still making it work. And I was able to be home with her and be present. And that was literally all that I could have ever asked for. So this all goes to say that God has a plan that we don't expect. I did not expect to fall into this role. And we just have to take that leap of faith when we get that nudge and we hear that something's a possibility and we're questioning, when I do this, just take a step and see. Don't keep twiddling your thumbs sitting there wondering if you can. Just take a step and see. Okay, so I just wanted to share that story with you guys to encourage you. You can absolutely do this. Okay, you just have to set your mind to it. So like I said, this episode is just part one of this series sharing like how I really got into becoming a virtual assistant and how I did it with very little time with a little baby by my side all the time. Next, in part two of this series, I'm going to be sharing the three things that I really buckled down on in order to build my virtual assistant business to the point that I wanted it to get to without sacrificing time with my family. So make sure you come back next Tuesday to hear that episode. And I cannot wait to see you back here real soon. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. I would love to bless you with a free gift as a thank you. All you have to do is leave a review of the show on Apple Podcasts, take a screenshot and send it to podcast at virtualassistantmama.com. I'll send you a code so you can snag my virtual assistant toolkit for free. And don't forget to come hang out with us in our free community, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash virtual assistant mama. I'm so honored to support you in your journey to becoming a virtual assistant. Until next week, y'all, keep following the dreams that were placed on your heart so you can be the present mama you've always wanted to be.